Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel, and we're absolutely head over heels for whole plant foods and helping you navigate this incredible plant-based journey. That's because our lives have been completely changed by plant-based goodness. We used to struggle every day with excess pounds and low energy, vascular disease, joint pain, and lack of sleep, just to name a few. And even though we're medical professionals, we still weren't getting practical answers that actually worked. So we dug into the research, we started living what we learned, and now we both have our lives back. And that's what we want for you too. The truth is you can do this and it's not hard. You just need a way that will bring real and lasting change. And that path, it has to be simple and enjoyable and it's gotta be delicious too. So are you ready to live your life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place because living without limits, that's what Power on Plants is all about. So pull up your chair, grab a matcha latte and let's get started. Hello, sunshine. Today is going to be a little bit different than previous episodes. Why? Because I have just eaten the best green beans I have ever put in my mouth. Now, you may find that hard to believe. Why is that? Because you probably were like me when you were younger and had experiences with green beans that were not too appetizing or exciting. Listen, I get it. Canned green beans, floppy from the time you pour them out, little to no flavor, just nasty. And then homegrown, home-cooked green beans boiled until they had no life and no flavor left. I remember when I used to have to sit at the table seriously until I finished my meals. And that rarely happened for me because I liked a whole lot of food. But let me tell you, we probably didn't eat the healthiest, but we did have home-cooked meals. And I'm so thankful for that. But the green beans were one of the things I just could not get past. My dad, I remember this one time specifically, that it was a battle of wills. And I had to sit at that table. I remember sitting there. I remember exactly I where my chair was. Because I remember hearing stories of tears involved with green beans. I sat there and I seriously <laughs> cried. I remember my face just feeling hot and I was just crying and I buddy I sat there until I ate every last green bean and it wasn't a ridiculous amount it wasn't like they were being mean they wanted me to develop a palate for really healthy food the problem is you can try all day long to eat healthy food but if it 
doesn't taste good, you're not going to like it when you're eating it. Now, if you can do that long enough, your body does develop the ability to start to like certain flavors and things that it can detect. But it's a lot harder for your body when the flavor's been cooked out of it. And the other thing is when you boil your green beans, you're boiling the nutrients out into the water. And do you usually eat the green bean juice? If you're like most people, probably not. And so you're losing a lot of the nutritional value when you're cooking them and you're cooking them to death and killing every nutrient in it. So today, my 13-year-old son has served up some of the best green beans I've ever put in my mouth. And I'm going to share with you today some of the secrets of how to do that because it's really important to know the right cooking methods. You can cook green beans a lot of different ways, like any vegetable, but this is one that I'm pretty sure... If you like flavorful food, especially if you like an Asian flavor, you're going to love these. Seriously, I remember when we went to pick up our daughter in China, I remember going gaga over green beans like this and, and just talking about how good they were and the flavors because they have those really burst in your mouth flavors that just make you want to come back for more. And it doesn't take any time to make these things. If you know the secrets that I'm going to share with you today, you can have a big pot of green beans on a stove in no time at all. He served all of us at all six of us. Probably, I mean, I'd say he was done start to finish with washing, chopping, and cooking them. And you can buy them pre-cut sometimes too. But he was done with that within a matter of minutes. Now, it all starts with where they're grown. Now, if you have a Costco near you and you can buy bags of fresh green beans or get those in your produce section, already you're off to a great start because you're starting with them where they haven't already been boiled to death and, and canned and heated really high. That makes a huge difference. If you can get them where they're grown out in somebody's farm who really cares about their farming practices and they're in season like they are now, and if you're listening currently, they're in season, they're coming in right now. Get some fresh green beans on your plate. These things are amazing. So these had just been picked from a Mennonite farm. Actually, a precious, precious friend of mine who was like family to me, I've known her since I was 16, made a special trip to a Mennonite farm with her husband to get some produce. And she said, you know, I'm going to see you soon. And I know how crazy you are about vegetables. Actually, after this trip, I told Jared, I said, look, I know now what my love language is. Have you ever studied love languages? Well, this one wasn't on the official list of love languages, but this is my love language. But it should be now. Yeah, fresh produce. <laughs> I'm telling you, I need to develop a t-shirt that says something like that because it is, I think I'm going to put that in our store. I really do. And we'll fresh tell you guys about is that. my love language. Fresh produce is my love language. Power on plants. No joke. It is so wonderful when you can get the good stuff and it's so worth the time and effort just to Google and figure out where's the farm near you? Where's your farmer? Where's the, oh, even the farmer's markets? It's a wonderful way to get fresh produce yes, on your table. And I would like to interject here, if I may. Oh, he's interjecting. Interjecting. <laughs> no, back when we lived near Jacksonville, Florida, which Jacksonville, it's a big city. Oh, yeah. And you wouldn't think you'd find a farm there. But no, we did actually find a guy who on a couple of acres of land, 
he was in the south part of the city, so it wasn't mm-hmm. completely urban, but it was still, you, you came up mm-hmm. to him and you thought, really, there's a farm here? But he was able to do it on a couple of acres of land mm-hmm. following organic farming practices, and his produce was amazing. Now, so, let me tell you, when we found Simon, that was a game changer. It was life-changing. No joke. We're, we need to post a picture of me holding the heads of lettuce that I bought at Simon's, and then I'm going to post some, we'll do this on Instagram. Check out our Instagram. Yeah, check out our Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'll post a picture of some of the, one of the heads of lettuce that we got from the Mennonite farm as well. But it's amazing what you can get in the farms, even in the city, like you're saying. So don't think, oh, there's no way there could be a farm Mm -hmm. near me. No, get online, check it out, because you may be surprised. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, anyway, so it all starts with where it's grown. Get the best you can. Don't let that stop you. Don't think, well, I'm going to turn this off right now because I can't. There's no farm near me or I don't have time to find one. Listen, get the fresh green beans that you can find. Sometimes they're right there in your produce section already pre-washed and bagged for you. And then when you can get them from a farm, look for stringless varieties or if they're string beans, make sure you do break them in a way that you're breaking the strings. There are ways you can find that online. I'm not going to try to go into that today without video, but it's not hard to do. But these were stringless. And so literally all we had to do was look for the few that still had the stem in on pinch those off and then we just took our knife i took my chef's knife and actually andrew did it andrew yeah Yeah, our 13 year old and he cut into they were pretty long so it was like four bite-sized pieces per green bean so we just stacked them in stacks lengthwise and he did four cuts or three cuts actually that made four green beans each for each one and then we just he tossed those in a pot But he got the pot hot first. Here is one of the huge things you need to do. Get a skillet or get a pot that's wide, wide mouth so that that steam can escape from there. You're going to get it pretty hot, close to screaming hot, I'd say. But lose the mentality that to stir fry, you need oil. We're going to stir fry these green beans. But fry should not equal oil in your mind anymore because the truth is oil produces inflammation. It's one of the reasons I used to hurt on a daily basis. It, I cried when I tried to wash my hair because my joint pain was so bad. And I had a, a person ask me yesterday, you know, would this help with my arthritis? Just getting the oil out. Absolutely. Research shows it. But not only that. Our clients have this happen on a daily basis. We had this happen in our own lives. Jared even had reached a point where he said, you know, I wake up and I, I was hurting every day. And yeah, I, it in my never shoulders even and my hips. Me. And it wasn't anything that was severe debilitating, but it went on for quite some time. And then when we made the full switch, I noticed fairly quickly after a couple months, it hit me. And it probably the pain went away before then. But after a couple months, I woke up and was moving my arms. I thought, you know, my shoulders haven't bothered me mm-hmm. anymore. This is fantastic. Right. So this is one of the simplest ways that you can get oil out of your life is quit using it in your stir fries. There are many others. We've shared a lot on the podcast already. We have over 150 episodes. Go back and start listening to them. We share game changing information about how to get oil out of your life. But this is one of the easiest. So get a hot pan, get those green beans in there, and you're going to hear it start to sizzle. And you want to add a little bit of water. Now, I'm not talking enough for them to boil. You're going to stand by and just toss them like you do a stir fry. You can even use a wok. If you have a wok, that's great. 
put a little bit, just only about two tablespoons at a time and keep stirring them. And if it got too hot, you can always move your pot off the stove eye for just a minute and back on. But you want to keep hearing that sizzle. So be careful if you do that because you might lose that. And then they'll start to steam a lot. And if you can't get it hot enough again, what's going to happen is they're just going to steam. So instead of stir fried, you're going to end up with steamed green beans, which can still be good. But we're not going for a floppy green bean here. You want them to be soft with still a little bit of texture, a little bit of crispness. It probably only takes five to 10 minutes if you just stand in there and stirring till they're done. So you're going to keep a little bowl of water next to you. We love using filtered water and we just take a couple of tablespoons at a time. Stir, 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 a couple of tablespoons when it gets dry and you keep doing that process. When they are almost done, I want you to drizzle over some low sodium tamari or low sodium soy sauce. We always recommend organic because soy is known to be GMO. And organic doesn't allow for that. Heavily GMO. Right. And also the spray. They spray soybean crops a lot. So you don't want to expose your body to the pesticides if you don't have to. And you have a choice here. So choose organic whenever possible when it comes to soy products like soy sauce and tamari. Now, they're almost done. The reason you don't want to add these things I'm talking about any earlier is because they can burn. All right. So they're almost done. They're not quite soft enough and almost done. You're going to drizzle on that soy sauce, keep stirring. And beside you, you will have prepped already your water. And before you started cooking, you'll also have some garlic cloves that are in your garlic press that you can press in. If you don't know which one to use, I highly recommend Coon Rikon. It's totally stainless. Pick it up on Amazon. It's, it's amazing. A, it's It'll last forever. It's extremely durable. The only time we've had to replace it is when we accidentally lost it on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I about cried because it's one of the best kitchen tools ever. She's not lying. Yeah. Okay, sister. So you have prepped beforehand your little bowl of filtered water. You've got your green beans all prepped. I'm just backing up here to show you what you need to do beforehand. You've got your pot or your skillet or your wok. And you put your green beans in, you stir fry them till they're almost ready with just a little bit of water, no oil. All right, then you've taken and you start drizzling in that soy sauce. You've got these things that you had ready in the beginning, your garlic clove that's already peeled sitting there with your garlic press. And then you have some fresh ginger root that you're going to buy at the store beforehand. Why? It matters. Don't get for this recipe and for when you're using fresh produce a lot of times it's best to use the fresh ginger root it just has a whole different flavor you know I almost compare the only time I really use ground gingers if I'm doing something gingerbready or ginger snaps or something like that because it just has a bit of a soapy or just it's just a different flavor it does not taste the same so get the fresh ginger root and then I highly recommend buying a microplane grater again something that's very cheap to get on Amazon Get a stainless steel one. They're not expensive, but when you run that ginger over the microplane grater, it grates it so fine, you're not going to get these big chunks. Now, here's a tip for you. Do not peel that ginger. Do not. If you're using a microplane grater, wash it well and have it laying there ready to grate onto your green beans. Why? Because if you take the time to peel it, it's going to take you a lot of time. You might hurt your hand if you're using a knife because getting around those little edges of that ginger root, it can be a little challenging if you're not used to using a knife to peel that way. You could use a veggie peeler. You can use a spoon to peel ginger. That's not hard to do either. But why would you want to if you don't have to? And like all things, a lot of times the peel has nutrients in it as well. And you're never going to know that the peel's on it anyway. 
use it. It's just more fiber. It's good for you. And it will save you time. And you know I'm all about that. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. If you can save a few moments here and there throughout your day, why wouldn't you want to? Exactly. When you're a busy woman, you need to do that. We are all about saving time and getting the most nutrients. And so this one thing alone allows you to do that. Okay. You've got your green beans, you've got the garlic, the ginger, the water, the pot. I also recommend having something to start with that's flat on the bottom. Sometimes I'll use um, a spatula, like a a stainless spatula. Be careful if you're using anything that has any kind of nonstick or even metal and you have really nice pots you don't want to scrape the bottom of. I recommend getting yourself a wooden spoon that is flat on the bottom, completely flat across, not a typical spoon shape shaped like a spatula, but flat, straight on the bottom so that you can keep scraping the bottom of that as you rotate those beans in the pan. I love them. It's one of my favorite tools. Oh, I use have it that. all the time. But you can also find it, you were saying wood, and you can also find it in bamboo a lot of times. And, oh, yeah. And we found oh, them yeah. at places like Home Goods or mm-hmm. some of these other. Oh, yeah. Things. Home Goods, TJ Maxx, Marshalls. Yeah. Get a great a lot of times deal you'll on find it. those in the kitchen area. Mm-hmm. And they are wonderful. You're going to use it over and over again. Trust me, buy it, na- buy it now and thank us later. No joke. <laughs> really, that's how good it is. All right. When it comes to the ingredients, that's pretty much it. It's your green beans, your garlic, your ginger. Um, I'm trying to think about the- Oh, tamari. tamari. That's it. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, no, I forgot to add one more thing. Apple cider or rice wine vinegar, if you have it. We didn't have any. He used apple cider vinegar. It was amazing. Okay, so now we've stir fried them in the water. You've been stirring it, adding a few tablespoons at a time, not enough to sit in the bottom of it. You don't want to leave sitting water. It's just going to keep evaporating around those beans and making them crisp and delicious as you stir them around. Now you've added a drizzle of tamari. I'd say, I mean, we made a huge pot and he probably added maybe two or three tablespoons, but I didn't measure it. This is something you just drizzle a little bit. Be careful because it's high sodium. We don't want you eating a lot of salt and it's not great for you. So just go ahead and drizzle a little bit at a time. You can taste them at the end. After they cook, you can always drizzle a little bit more, but you cannot remove it if you have too much in there. Okay. Get your, um, your garlic. Put it in the garlic press. Press that in there. Get your ginger. Grate it in there. Now you're what? About one minute into the final stage. Okay. You already had them almost so done. On the one minute final countdown. Yeah. You put the stuff in there. It's taken you. I'm saying it's taken one minute to get all that stuff in there. Okay. So and you've added a drizzle again, maybe a tablespoon. Start with a tablespoon of the vinegar. You can go to two tablespoons of vinegar. And that's your last ingredient. Then you're going to stir it around again after you've got all those things in there for another minute. Okay, so allow yourself two to three, maybe four minutes if this is your first time making it from the time you think they're going to be done to add all of those last ingredients in there. Everything but the green beans and water. All right, I'm going to go through it again because we've been a little bit back and forth. So I want to go through it one more time. Okay, so you have your pot or skillet, whatever you're going to use or your wok. You have your green beans. They're washed. They're trimmed. They're cut. You have your water. You want some filtered water there and a tablespoon to measure out. You're going to have your tamari, your garlic and your garlic press, your ginger root and your grater. You're going to have your stirring utensil, if I didn't mention that yet, and some apple cider vinegar and tamari. That is it. It is one of the easiest recipes. And if you're not used to cooking, I promise you, you still can do this. You can do this. Give it a try. Okay. When it's almost done, that's when you add all the seasonings. 
First, you're just going to add the green beans and the water and make sure it's high enough and hot enough that you can keep hearing that sizzle most of the time that you're cooking them. Sometimes it may go away. Don't let that freak you out. It's okay. You're still going to end up with a great result. The main thing is don't ever cook them to a mush. You are going to love this. Seriously, it takes me back to my time in China. The only thing is I told Andrew, these are actually better than the ones we had in China because they didn't have the oil. They weren't all greasy and shiny in my pan, but they do still have a bit of a shine from the natural oils that are already in there that God put into the plant for you. They do have some fats. They do have some protein. They do have the nutrients that your body needs to heal. And sister, that is what we're all about around here. We want to empower you to go to the highest level in your business, in your career, in your relationships, you know, when you can think clearly, when you have the energy to get up and go out with your friends or make those memories with your family out picnicking with them, chasing your kids around, all those things that you're going to regret as time goes by, if you don't get to do them, we don't want you to have regrets because your health struggles were holding you back. There's no reason for that. When you know how to get more of these five foundational foods in your life in a way that lights you up, like I'm talking right now, You know, I wouldn't have talked this way about green beans when I was a kid, but my palate suggested not only that I've learned how to make foods that actually taste good. You may have tried any kind of food in the past and thought, I don't like that. I hate that food. I mean, I didn't like Brussels sprouts. That's another food I didn't like. And now we love it. But we know how to prepare these things now. And that's why we're sharing this with you today. I want to hear your green bean success. Send me a note. Let me know how this recipe goes for you, what you think about it. If you have any questions about it, send me an email at hellosunshine at powerandplants.com. Or you could even take a picture of it and tag us on Instagram. I would love that. That I want to see the final result. Do that, sunshine. Let us know how it went. How did they taste? What did they look like? Does it have to be a professional picture? No, Jared's talking about like a two-second snapshot on your phone. Do not worry about how it looks. We want to see what you're doing. We want to hear about it. We're so proud of you and these steps you're taking to build the life that you want to live. It is possible. 10 years ago, I was so sick and that is not my story anymore. And we want the same thing for you. We're on your side. We're in your corner. We're cheering you on. And until next time, keep getting more and more delicious plants on your plate that you absolutely love. Have a great week.